I read the account of the crucifixion and I was like, dang, they rolled him up crazy. Like I've known this story my whole life and I didn't read it for myself ever. And so I started writing it like the same, like in a Nas type way. And I wasn't even rapping. I was just writing it just because like it was something creative to do with my time to try to spend more time with God. You are listening to Jay Givens' Testimony, a Musician Story. Pick up bit six, let's commence. Then, expect what's next as a handful of bones. To the left with a six to connect, but this is the West and we play to win. Head so big like a stadium, and I don't even know what to say to him. But six, 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 how the game begin. That got him on a domino effect. Honoring his brother and his father, but he's following a check. At age 15, he was six foot three with a dream. Play six, three, like fit in, shit in, chest out, already working on his first house. He the best out, X and O Pride on fleek, don't speak to him Unless it's about extra O's and O Oh, 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 oh my god I can't stop chasing, chasing, chasing the green again If you are featured on a track with him You best come with bars Because he has been slaying the feature game for a while now His verses are usually put on repeat To decipher the lyrical content He is known for his beard And is rarely seen without a hat even on the hottest days, you will often catch him wearing a long sleeve plaid button down. He has a cousin with a similar name, which artistically is their only commonality, that he always gets confused with. John Gibbs is his cousin, and this is a story of Jay Givens. This is, this is for them gambling addicted, methamphetamine afflicted, Christians living in a system, sitting on a billboard, sex on the interstate, evil, we imitate drugs on a dinner plate, cash rules everything around our town, porno magazines pave our ground, a seat note for the preteen, though sex slave depraved and a lost and found, the lost gets found, straight out of Vegas, don't forget us when you're thinking on your playlist, trying to add a little light up the price, then some day to get night and some sight to your playlist. Jay Givens was born on May 24th, 1987 in Redondo Beach, California, aka LA. He has an older sister and a younger sister and brother. His parents split up when he was really young. His mom relocated to LVNV, Las Vegas, Nevada. So Jeremiah spent his formative school years in Vegas with his mom and his summers in LA with his dad. I mean, growing up in Vegas was, I guess, similar to growing up in any like city. I mean, it's not like a small town. Um, it's not like a huge city like LA or like New York, but um, I don't know. It's, it's like your average like city, right? So I did all the same stuff like in high school, like went to the movies, kicked it with friends, like, you know, went to like homecoming games and blah, blah, blah. But I guess the paint job of Las Vegas uh, looks different. So, I mean, we, we grew up around like a lot of like adult entertainment stuff. That's kind of our economy. And so like as a young child, you kind of are, you're, you're forced to look at like, you know, showgirls and strip clubs and gambling, you know, there's slot machines and stuff everywhere. There's casinos everywhere. And so, and then our city is, you know, I guess off the record or whatever, it's like run by the mob. So it's kind of like this like mob town, adult Disneyland thing that you're like raised in. But as a kid, you don't really, I don't think you really notice it as, notice it as much because I would say that it's like, 
it's even though it sounds crazy, it's like a good environment to raise like your kids just because we were coming from Los Angeles and that was such a heavy um, gang culture that it was kind of like a war zone to raise kids in. They would always have to deal with like bloods and crips like all the time walking to school. And here it's here because it's like gang extensions from California, but not as intense. So it's kind of a different type of a different type of environment. But for the most part, I mean, I was in I was in like school. I was like super into academia because I wanted to be like an engineer and I wanted to go to USC, University of Southern California. And so like I was in like math and science magnet school from elementary school to middle school to high school. And I was in student council and president of this club and played basketball and, you know, did all the regular like, you know, high school stuff. Who you kidding? You lost it. Welcome to LVMB, this city's forever windy Spirit filling this atmosphere and healing this elementary Two to that kid that just heals two kids back at that elementary Periodically at that table, follow me, elementary Carbon copies of Abba's only begotten Shopping proper doctrine up and eating it Read it and then we watch it like TV up in the 90s On ABC on a Friday, but this is the living color My brothers, no Keenan Ivory Our treasures hover above us while others is cleaning ivory But we still love them, no judgment because of the king inside We tell others the kingdom's rising Redundantly sing the gospel And pray that them others hear and get covered And he won't liven Eventually, regardless The tempter will meet the prophet That entered to leave the coffin Repentance will be applauded And every knee will be bowing And every tongue will repeat with no option That he is God Preaching to Stephen, leaving them smiling with lovely stones. Ezekiel breathing weakly into these lovely bones. Providentially feeding poverty with this trade of Joe's. This is our everyday people slaying the family stone. Simply a rhyme to welcome you to Las Vegas, the place where grace is beyond the new. Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at testimonystories.com. That's Testimony Stories. Withinet.com, where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at testimonystories.com. Testimony. Testimony where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Jeremiah grew up in a Christian home, but like most people, especially teenagers, his relationship with Jesus was complicated. That changed briefly when he was 16 and got into a rollover car accident while driving his Honda Civic EX. I was actually like talking to God about some stuff and he was trying to like get me to get me to focus on school more than the stuff that I was focusing on. And literally I remember like it was it was like evening time, like fourth of July and I'm driving and um and I saw like some water in the lane 
And so I didn't want to get my car wet because, you know, I'm 16 and this is my car and I ain't finna get my car wet. <laughs> and so like I downshifted to get over into the next lane. And before I knew it, I was, it felt like I was on ice and I just like went up and I saw like the headlights and I saw like a tree and a tree just smashed into my car. And then I, I think I blacked out for a second because when I opened my eyes, like I saw the airbag out and I was like, whoa, I've never seen an airbag before. And I was like smelling like all this, like, it was like this just loud sound and I was smelling all this metal. And, and I looked around and I, I realized that I was like upside down and I looked in a windshield and I saw the concrete like fly, like coming into my face. And then the windshield stopped right before my face. And I thought like, oh my God, okay, Lord, well, I think I'm going to die um, just don't let it hurt. And so it was just like, bam, 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 bam. And then it just all stopped. And um, and I looked over and I saw like, I had like glass all in my arm and everything. And and I was just like, at that point I was in shock and I was just like, oh my God, thank you, Jesus. And I was like screaming to the Lord and stuff and just crazy. And I jumped out the car and I, there was these guys that were behind me and they were running up like slow motion, like in a paramedic, like in a movie or something, like on crash or something. And then they stopped and then they were just like, oh my God, you flipped all the way over. Are you okay? And they were like, are you drunk? Like, and I was like, dude, I'm only 16. I don't drink. I'm just going to work. But do you guys know Jesus? Like, he's real. I just, I don't care about how I am. Like, you guys just need to know Jesus. And it was just, it was crazy. The doctor said that I would have, um, I would have died if I hadn't worn my seatbelt because I had a crack on the top of my head from when I went upside down. So I hit the ground, but my seatbelt locked in and it saved my life. Jeremiah was that perfect all-American kid. That kid who seemed like he was a good influence and teachers adored. But super low-key, he was your stereotypical mischievous kid. I can feel you slowly drifting away from me. Your inheritance is waiting, I'm saying. All my sheep are slowly drifting away from me. So don't question if you want it, you need it. But you stray and keep on drifting away from me No more chances, we ain't hating, we playing I will never ever let my brothers down, down there was a group of us where we just like kind of proved that we were like leaders in our age and we were like the kind of all-American kids, good in school, you know, we spoke well and we wanted to like learn about God and, you know, who knows, maybe be on a track to be a pastor or whatever. I was like the leader of the step team at church and I was like really, really involved in my church. That was kind of like my extracurricular activity. Also though, with that, I think there were just a lot of attributes of like being a teenager and being, being in church culture and loving the Lord and knowing about the Lord, but then also being in high school from Monday through Saturday. And so it was like kind of like a double life type thing. I got kind of introduced to like drugs and then I went off to college and I guess I, my, my life story is kind of like this, uh, this like conservative, you know, like all American, like just American family type thing. But when the when the shades close, like it's just like life and in the streets, you know what I mean? And kind of rebelling, but rebelling enough to clean up and still go to work or go to class and get straight A's and, you know, be on the honor roll, but still like not doing, not living like the Christian lifestyle that the Lord wanted me to like behind closed doors. When the culture doesn't dictate the belief, but then everyone in the culture is doing things contrary to the belief and you're kind of getting the benefit of the doubt, you just live like that and you just lean on God's grace so much, but you don't really understand it to make it like 
apply to your actual life application. Keep praying for those men because Satan who's the God of this world has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They're unable to see the glorious light of the good news and they don't understand this message about Christ who is the exact likeness of God. Live a new life, recreate it, was drug related and all the slave shit, but Christ paid it. Now we the favorite, we spitting sun seeds, a pack of Davids. God came from the heavens to the pavement with a new appearance, now that's a facelift. And after he died, he rose like a spaceship. He coming back like a thief on the grave shift. Now that's the night fam, wanna get right fam? Don't overlook the book sitting in a nightstand of the hotel or your jail cell. Healing his head, just reach for his coattail. Instead, we reach for a tree and some more nails and watch the blood pour down to his toenails. Y'all really want a rabbit's back? Man, he gon' kill. Jesus is innocent. They said, oh well. Testimony. Testimony, where Christian hip hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Connect with Testimony and Musician Story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. Hey, yo, what up out there? It's your boy Jay Gibbons, and you're listening to Testimony, a Musician's Story. Peace. He's the season approaching west whenever I'm coasting. Duck like on the pond, floating, floating, floating. I'm Icarus trapped in a life lackluster. Women and religion and a glass pipe living in a Ziploc bag full of Sprite, color bite size nuggets full of trees like a white guy running, 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 running. running. Uh, you living locked up, lukewarm earthling Living for the twerk team first thing in the morn You porn her team Super low But do you know? The all-American kid who started smoking weed in high school went off to his dream college, USC, and engaged further into experimenting with drugs. He was down to try anything and everything, including heroin. What do you know? Super low, super low key. What happened was that me just experimenting with drugs and just kind of being like an experimental, curious, like high school kid that led to more experience in drugs, which by the time I got to college, I was like really like in it because I started early and kind of knew, had like street savvy. And, you know, I grew up in, you know, urban environment. And so, you know, kind of the lingo, you know, you know how to like smoke weed for free, you know, you sell it a little bit at a time to smoke it for free. And then that just led into other stuff. And so I was a very good, like 
uh, white collar partier, if you will. I guess there's an argument that like weed is not a gateway drug or whatever. I don't know. All I do know was a gateway drug for me. You find that different drugs have different highs. And if you can quote unquote, like handle your high, then you're kind of ready for the rodeo type thing. You can just go try different stuff. And the problem is that like at my school, there's such, um, like an upper echelon of like socioeconomic status. And so there's, you know, in that world, there's just a ton of cocaine everywhere. There's a ton of anything, pills, Adderall. I mean, we were selling Adderall at, during finals to, for people to study and stuff. And that was kind of a little hustle. And then that just gets you caught up in a, in a different stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally just like, quote unquote, kids having fun. And then it just, you get addicted. And I just praise God that I didn't, um, I didn't drop out of school because I got a, a bunch of friends that just went way off too far on the deep end and dropped out of school. The access to a plethora of drugs was abundant. That coupled with the fact that one of his roommates was a campus drug dealer meant he had the ultimate all access pass. He knew of God and everyone knew him as a Christian, but he was constantly fighting with God. He was even a short-term atheist. Jeremiah described himself as hard-headed. He was on a spiral down, but there was one pivotal moment where he could no longer deny the existence of God. Try to escape this fire and jump from that fire escape on your Monday, but skydiving on your 15-minute break just ain't as beautiful as seeing one crucified for you and I. See, they think you stupid fly. They ask like, do or die if you want to ride in a suit and tie trying to drive you to suicide. A world when the white smoke swirls to the pipes slow. A world when the <laughs> white smoke. <laughs> a world when the white smoke swirls to the pipes slow. The light slow blood flow drips from the white coat that I lifted up my nose. Black American psycho. It was my senior year of college, and I had just uh, gotten out of a bad breakup and. And I was just really distraught among a ton of other things. Um, I wasn't graduating. Um, I had like a 1.9 GPA and I needed a 2.0. I was in my fifth year. So I was like depressed and I felt like I had failed and all this stuff. And I was alone because all of my friends graduated and I was a fifth year. And so I was um, I was literally like just, just faded, like just like out of my mind, like in my apartment on the bathroom floor. And I remember this one point being the, this being the first time that I was like, oh my God, I have a problem. And the only person that I had to like reach out to and ask to dig me out of this hole was Jesus. And so I kind of cried out to God and I was really trying to, I really just wanted to go to sleep and I couldn't go to sleep. And I just asked God to like, help me go to sleep. I mean, it was, it was just horrible. That was the moment where I like reached out to God and I said, Lord, I am too far out here. I know, I know better. I know the gospel. I know where you are, but I don't know how to get out of this to even get you, get to you. And, um, and so then at that moment, that was when I kind of kind of shaped up things and tried to live right and do better and be more disciplined, to be honest. And so I found this girl on the internet that was doing these poems that I had never seen. I just stumbled upon this girl named Jackie Hill Perry or Jackie Hill at that time. And I saw like her doing poems. And so I was just like watching all these poems. And then I saw this P4CM thing, Passion for Christ movement. And I was just like watching it like, oh my God, like who are these people? And so I, I found the church in LA. I went to it and and they, um, they had delivered the gospel. Uh, pastor Justin Cox was a pastor at the time. He delivered the gospel. And I went up to the front and I was like, yo, I already know this. I've led people in this gospel thing and stuff, but 
It just looks different to me now, and I think I'm a fake Christian. Can somebody talk to me? 2008 is when the metamorphosis of Jeremiah to Jay Givens began. Medicated, sedated, just to get elevated. Were the relatives of this dedicated little seventh grader? Whose exit was subject just to be predicated on whether or ever this little fella would ever make it. Up out of Vegas, cause in his mind that education was the only way to truly find levitation. Other magicians got his older brothers and sisters pimping or stripping or flipping nickels up at that Texas station. Turn tassels because they yearn to lasso you back into the valley of the silhouette of that expiration. I had went back home and I started um, like trying to read the Bible for myself. And I remember reading the account of the crucifixion in the book of Mark because Mark was a short book and I was like, okay, I'll finish this quick. And so I read the, I read the account of the crucifixion and I was like, dang, they rolled him up crazy. Like I've known this story my whole life and I didn't read it for myself ever. And so I started writing it like the same, like in a Nas type way. And I wasn't even rapping. I was just writing it just because like it was something creative to do with my time to try to spend more time with God and, and get out of this lifestyle. And so one of my friends said, dude, go to Radio Shack and just make a mixtape. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm trying to finish school. Like, this is a joke. So I went and made that. I went to Radio Shack. I got a cheap, like, $10 phone microphone. I grabbed like elevators and uh, the the instrumental, I recorded that on that instrumental. One of my other friends heard it and he was like, yo, who is this rapping? And I was like, dude, that's me. And he's like, dude, you can rap. And so I'm, I'm still thinking they're joking, but I was just making that music for myself. They go and get a microphone, bring it to my apartment. And they're like, yo, we got to figure out how to set this up because you can rap and we're serious. And it was like a $300 microphone or something. And so I'm like, yo, these dudes are serious. Actually, it's the mic I use today, the AKG. And um, they bought it. They said, we got to figure out how to set this up. And I set it up. I recorded more songs. And that's when I started rapping. Thank you for listening. Man can't live by bread alone But every word that comes from the home of the heavenly Not about the food when you fast and he telling me Not about the joy, no, it's about delivery Revelation filling me Message like mailman, precious like Monique No doubt, like don't speak, finish it Say you will, start the race, chase the hills Hit the valley of the shadow with death and cure the ills That's the 23rd Jordan, song like recording Here's the three point of the Lord scoring First point, Jesus came, Mary was his mother's name Second point, blood all over God got that just for your sins Third point, Savior rose again A picture Mary M She ran to tell her friend Thomas said, you insane Grief is made, you deranged But then the Lord appeared To disappear like David Blaine I'm guessing that was four points Ramp review to take Foul stuff done Got the M1 like no face I'm guessing that was four points Ramp review to take Foul stuff done Got the M1 like no face Testimony Testimony where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com.
a musician's story. Now back to Jay Gibbons, Testimony, a Musician's Story. Jay Gibbons graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Mechanical Engineering. He had an internship at Disney Imagineering and realized his childhood dream of designing roller coasters and rides at Disneyland was no longer something he wanted to do. He moved back to Vegas and kept making music. He studied social media analytics and successful indie artists with the goal of becoming an expert at branding. Jay Givens wanted to work for companies and market and brand their artists, so he practiced on himself. His plan on working for another company and not being a rapper apparently wasn't a part of God's will. His experiment on himself led to becoming mentored by rapper and spoken word artist Propaganda which eventually led to him being signed to Humble Beast. I heard about Humble Beast when Propaganda put out the gospel video, that spoken word video. And um, and so I saw that and I was like, what the heck? Like, And this is about the time where I'm starting to like see the gospel articulated explicitly. And that's something that I wasn't really raised with in church, like explicit articulation from start to finish. And so I heard about this, this label, Humble Beast. They were all like super on like minimalism and like Helvetica. And that was like my style anyway. So I was like following them just on some graphic stuff. Cortland Urbano at the time, his name was Experiment. And he had put out a beat tape. By this time, I knew I could rap because people were saying I could. So I would like rap on producers' beats and then send them the song and see if I could put it out. And so I sent him the song and Cortland like emailed me back and he was like, yeah, bro, you're dope. Like put it out. And so that was like my first like interaction with Humble Beast. And, um, and so I was like cool with Cortland like online and stuff. And that was cool. I put the song out and that was dope. And then I went down to go see Propaganda deliver the gospel uh, spoken word. And then I saw him at the merch table and I went up to the table. And at first I was like, oh, I'm not going to go up to the table. I'm not really starstruck. I just want to like shake the dude's hand. I like what he's doing. But I was kind of doing my own thing because I had the run EP that I was pushing at that time. And so, um, and so I walked outside and the Lord was like, go back in there and talk to him. And I'm like, I was kind of scared because I was like, what am I going to say to that dude? I'm not just going to walk up. I'm not one of those dudes. And so um, so I walked back inside and I went to go shake Prop's hand and I have like it's crumpled up $5 in my pocket. And I was like, yo, I just want to give this to your ministry. Like, I think what you're doing is dope. Like, that's all, you know, and I just wanted to dap him up. And he uh, he handed me one of the like the, the wristband things. He's like, yo, yo, take this. Like, you know, he was super cool. And I was like, okay. And then I stopped and I was like, yo, do you have anybody from Las Vegas like in your in your iPod? And I was like, this ain't no demo or nothing like that. Cause I was, I was legitimately on my own thing. Like I was from SC, I was a marketer. I wasn't worried about no cosigns or nothing like that. And so I was like, I was just like on some kingdom stuff. I'm like, you know, we're out here in Vegas, you're out here, you know, we got this hip hop scene going, we got this gorilla cross thing, 180 hip hop show, like we're doing it out here too. And you don't have nobody in your iPod. So I want to give you my stuff. Like here, take my CD. And he took it. And then that was that. And so then I left and it turns out, long story short, we had like some mutual friends. He hit me up uh, months later after a couple of other interactions and was like, yo, like this is super random and I'm trying to be as humble as possible, but can I mentor you? So to sum it all up, Jeremiah grew up in the church, studied engineering, became a drug addict, stumbled upon some spoken word on YouTube by Jackie Hill, now Jackie Hill Perry, cleaned himself up. He never rapped before, but his friends randomly suggest he make a mixtape. 
Meanwhile, Jackie Hill Perry decides to start rapping and gets signed to Humble Beast. And shortly after, Jay Givens gets signed to Humble Beast. Now that is like one of the craziest things of all of this. And honestly, it's like a movie. Like I couldn't, I couldn't write this if I tried. Like the fact that I remember when LVNV came out in 2013, around that time, uh, Instruments of Mercy came out from Beautiful Eulogy. And when Organized Religion came on, that was when Jackie had gotten signed to the label and she was on that. And I thought it was Odd Thomas's voice like pitched up. And so when I found out it was Jackie, I hit her up on Twitter and I didn't really know I didn't really know her. Like we never like knew each other at P4CM like that when I attended. I told her, I said, you killed that verse. And she said, I listened to LV Envy like five times before I even wrote that verse. And first I was like, oh my gosh, she listened to LV Envy. Like I had just released that from my backpack. Like, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, Jackie Hill, Perry or Jackie Hill at that time, listen to LV Envy. And, and then I'm like, what? And I told her, I said, um, I was like, there would have been no LV Envy without your art. So like your poetry got me up off of the bathroom floor. That's why there even is an LV Envy. Definitely God's sovereignty is all over it. And before I used to resent God for being a quote unquote dumb rapper. Cause I mean, one, I'm a black American. So I was raised where as like, you have to get straight A's and jump the, jump the highest and run the fastest in order to get second place. You know, so for me to be the stereotype and be some quote unquote dumb rapper, I resented God for years. But now looking back and seeing all of the all of the puzzle pieces that really helped my life and shape even other people's lives, you know, I don't resent it as much. It's difficult. It's still hard for me to be an artist and be on platforms and in this. But at the same time, I have to be grateful for people wanting to spend time to listen to my story or listen to my music. And so I got to just keep going. Recently, Jay Givens released his much-anticipated debut album on Humble Beast, Fly Exam. Listen to the next episode of Testimony, a Musician Story, as Jay Givens goes track by track and breaks down Fly Exam. I'm antisocial. When I need my space, then I ran like Flojo, and I hid my face. And now I'm lost in space in a coffin solo, Han Solo. E.T. better keep that phone on. E.T. better phone home. Gotta be wise like Sam when a ring like Frodo. Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician's story. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Hand of God, Superman of God. That's that M-A-N-D steel. Without two or three, it's proven usually that a lack of community will lead you to be the captain of your own spaceship. No correctional scrutiny. Shipwreck hijacked and attacked by a mutiny. Eulogy, run from God, camouflage, when we ate the Macintosh. Everybody's losing, yeah.